Well, hello, everybody. Before we get started with this episode of Swiss Family Claudio, I just want to inform everyone that even though we recorded a half hour episode, it wasn't until the last three minutes that I actually turned on my microphone. So I did my best to salvage the audio, uh, and I think it's still worth posting. So I'm posting it here. Enjoy the episode. Hey, this is Father Yuri Claudio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh, Anne Nikaila. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> This is episode five, for those keeping track. Of Swiss Family Claudio. We've now reached the number of episodes as we have listeners. <laughs> There's more than five. Well, we had... We can ca- I can count five. We had 18 downloads for our first episode, and it promptly dropped down to nine for the next one. So that was checking four or five days ago. I mean, like, let's, let's be real. That's not surprising. I do it for the glory. People are suddenly excited about us, and then they listen, they realize, oh, they're just mindless bantering. So 3% of our listenership is still from Japan. Still? Well, we, it was five. It's gone down to three, but that might just mean... Does that mean they haven't they come back? Anything else. They haven't come back. We uh, lost they you. Yeah, They have not yet reached out. We lost you, Japan stranger. We would come like, back. I'd like to meet you. <laughs> what, uh, what did you like about our first episode? What can, we, uh, what can we bring back for you? Yes, Japan guests. <laughs> we'll have you on our episode. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's about all I got for today. Anything for you, Nicole? Um, no, that's the end. Okay, bye. Okay, goodbye, everybody. No, you're on the news. I was on the news. That brings my news, uh, glory up to two in my life. You've been on the news once before. Yes, I was on the news. Oh, the incident. <laughs> no, it was, um, Winter Olympics. I was in grade six or seven. So when, what, when would that have been? 2008 would have been winter Olympics, right? Because 2020 would have been winter. So going backwards, no, it's not. 2008 was the Summer Olympics in Beijing, no? Well, then when, no, because I was in the upstairs of MBCI in like the middle school area. So I was either in grade six or grade seven. (laughs) So we're working too hard for this. It's not that important of a story. 2014 was Sochi. No, but this year was supposed to be Tokyo Winter Olympics 2020. So it can't have been 14. It went it went 2020, 2016, 2012, 2008. Boom! I was right. No, I think Yes, you're wrong. no, it's every 4 years. No, no. Okay, don't don't count back count back from now. No. Year that you know when the Winter Olympics. No, this year was going to be summer. Dang it. 2014. It was Tokyo. It was Tokyo 2020 for summer. Dang it. I was so close. Okay. Well, then it was either 20, your, 2000. Your story has huge holes. <laughs> also, the timeline is not important in this. It's that I was in middle school and it was the Winter Olympics and Cindy Clausen was doing her like gold medal. Six. Okay. So then it was 2006. It was in, um, uh, in uh, Torino, not Torino. Um, it was in Italy. Tofino. No. <laughs> That's BC. <laughs> Um, I'll remember. Torino. That's a correct that's thing. A Probably. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Again, none of these parts are important. Are you counting? So I was on the news. That when it had the entire school cheering? No, 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 no. Keep listening.
listening. Keep too. listening. You have cut me off. Okay. So we all watched her gold medal race. And then, and then the news crew came upstairs and was like interviewing students. And me and another girl were interviewed. Cause like, she also went to my church and I like kind of knew her family. So it was like, this girl will be great for this. And I think I said, I know her. She got a medal. Yay. And I bet that was the end of it. Apt analysis. (laughs) And this grade six girl is now a genius. (laughs) So that was the first time I was on the news. And then I was on the news tonight. I mean, we haven't watched the news yet. Maybe they cut it. Also, (laughs) they may have cut it at like six o'clock. Yeah. I was also interviewed for something really sad. So it's not the same as the Olympics. Okay. Well, (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No. Basically, three cops were stabbed in the face by a person in crisis, and the news crew was going up and down the street asking if anyone saw anything, and I literally saw nothing, but multiple customers came into our shop and told me that something had happened, and like, you know, over an hour, I put pieces together of like, oh, this is what happened, and then they came back later, and I was like, is that the most interesting thing you have? <laughs> They said yes, that no one else had seen or heard anything. So my, my like over an hour, three different people giving me tiny pieces of the story, putting it together was now the most exciting thing about this. Mm-hmm. So I was on the news and we'll watch it later. And maybe, uh, maybe you'll be, did they videotape you? Yes. Oh, like it wasn't just, oh, we just, we need a statement, ma'am. No, this was like news crew. Like the lady was holding the boom and asking me questions. And there was a camera with lights on. Did you say things like, then the man took out three knives and you won't believe what the second one was made of. <laughs> Just freaking clickbait the whole thing. Also, that would be I really funny. for assuming that the perpetrator was a man. It could have been a woman. I'm pretty sure it was a man. Oh, wow. The article said it was a man. Okay, well. Also, they said it was a man who was walking up and down the street yelling and shouting, which, I mean, is not uncommon for Hamilton, James Street. Um, But there had previously, earlier in the day, been a man sitting on a stoop across from our work, just yelling. Mm -hmm. Like, so much yelling for a long time. And then when I read the article and it said it was that guy, or a guy that was yelling, I was like, maybe it was that guy. Earlier in the day. Once again, apt analysis. You should go into journalism and like, you know, investigative journalism. I mean, I am now qualified mm-hmm. because I heard some things and I told a camera about it. Yeah. That's investigative journalism at its best. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was pretty good. Except that I wasn't wearing mascara, so. Ooh. Right? Are they even going to be able to see my eyeballs or will it just There's be a blur? It's going to blur out your face. <laughs> and on the bottom will be, this is not to protect your identity. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna Photoshop the face mask I was wearing on my face again and put it above the face mask. So funny face mask story. Ooh, what? I was in, you know the story, Nikah, I'm sharing with our listeners. Oh, okay. I'm still excited though. Uh, so I'm, one time... So we do church, our church now we're in lockdown now, Yes. but, uh, when we were still meeting to do services, I would, we would meet on Saturdays at five and then I would do like a little three to five minute sermon at the end of each. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And I come out to do the service (laughs) and you know, you look out at the faces of everyone, everyone's wearing masks. Of course. And then I look over at one family, the Penoyers, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know, the father Greg is sitting there, you know. You know, nodding his head with my sermon. He's an active listener. Of course. And we have Andrea, who's there, who's very engaged. The mother, she's there. And then we have their, their son, who is uh, just... He's, he's almost five. Almost five years old. Yeah. 
and he's wearing his mask, except it doesn't stop at his nose. It's also covering his eyes. Like his mask is covering from like all of his facial like injuries. from eyebrows to chin. Yeah. It's just face but mask. Like, but like sitting still and looking at me. You don't know if he was looking well, at you. Don't, but like imagine that posture, like sitting still and looking, but just full face was, mask. It was like as if he was paying attention seriously to myself. Oh my gosh. Like having his entire face. Covered. That's so funny. Yeah. Kids and face masks, That's man. Probably the funnest thing that's happened to me in a sermon. The uh, up there though was was Patty yelling yeah when I ended a sermon one time. Really? Yeah, she put her fist in the air and goes yeah because you inspired her because she was happy it was done, (laughs) (laughs) which is the answer. Maybe (laughs) probably a little bit of both. Uh, Definitely a bit of both. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Grish is so cute. Um, yeah, so hard end on that thought. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Oh, how's the, how's the weather? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, Christmas is coming. We've been receiving letters from people and messages. We are not the kind of people that send out Christmas cards. No. Do you think we should? I don't want to. No, I feel a tremendous amount of guilt when I receive Christmas cards. from Because you didn't send one? Because I'm like, oh, am I supposed to do this? And I'm like, no. I feel like it's like the adult thing to do. You know what? I think it was a thing to do in the past. Mm. But now I talk to the people that... That you want to talk to? I want to talk also, to. our fridge is not magnetic. Right. So there's nowhere for us to put up a Christmas card. Also, this is our Christmas card. Hey, happy Christmas to our friends. To all of our friends. What was that? What, what That reminded me of a jingle. Yeah, of course. Which one? Uh, okay. Oh, wow. An audio, audio Christmas card. An audio Christmas card. That's nice. And I'll put in like a little bleep. It'll be like, Merry Christmas, dear bleep. <laughs> and then just <laughs> fill in your name and it's for you. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really love the time when we bleep. <laughs> it was very meaningful. Oh, man. Warmest wishes from our family to yours. Beep. <laughs> Fill in what you want there, however you want it to end. Okay, Nikaila, it's time for our family and friends shout out. And I'm going to go first because I'm afraid you're going to pick the same person that I want. Ooh, who are you going to pick? Well, I always like to shout out people that have given some good feedback on the podcast. Which is why you don't shout out your parents because they always criticize <laughs> you. <laughs> it's <laughs> never positive. Because they fix my grammar. It's true. Oh, I know. Here we go. Oh, frick. So uh, I want to shout out Alyssa Hay. Oh, damn it. Because. Whatever. Mine still wasn't Alyssa. One of our five faithful listeners. (laughs) And she wrote us a nice little message about the podcast. And I want to read it to everybody here. Did you ask her permission? No, but that's fine. (laughs) For some guy who loves privacy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here we go. This is. Uh, this is from Alyssa. So maybe, Nikai, can you give a little bit of a background to our listeners who might not know who Alyssa is? What's her relation to us? Oh, gosh. It, it's gone on for so long. But now at this point, we would just call her our kume, which yeah, has no word, which has no English translation, but kind of like your God family. You're, you know, it's the people that, like, are your family, but yeah, they're not people, actually your family. People who you might even call, like, aunt and uncle, but aren't actually. But we wouldn't call Kevin and Alyssa aunt and uncle because no. they'd be, like, our cousin. 
Right. Their kids could so call us aunt and uncle. So the way that we got connected with them is when my dad and mom moved to Winnipeg, I was dragged along with them mm-hmm. and screaming. Of course. But uh, uh, we met Alyssa through the Orthodox community, and Cam was a catechumen and was being um, uh, taught by my dad. Yes. And uh, so then I think my dad is actually Cam's godfather Alyssa, please message us later and confirm this confirm this confirm or deny my dad is cam's godfather i think i think he is something like that um also for our american my american family listeners cam is actually related to galadzas oh hot dang it's a I full know. friggin' circle I here i know so Hooey. Actually, some of the galadzas came to winnipeg one time when we were there and came and, and Cam and Alyssa came over and we have a wait how are they related though I'm, i think it's through a marriage Oh, okay. Alyssa, please message back. Once again, <laughs> Alyssa, please help us. Um, but yeah, so that's for, you know, my American family. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a winding road connection yeah. through uh, camp. So, camp so, yeah. a, so there's a lot. They have three kids. And, um, and yeah, actually, Alyssa's the first, the, the first person to ever hire me for a job. And she regretted it every yeah. day. <laughs> This dumb guy just doesn't mop the floors. Yeah. That was your thing, I know. You didn't um, mop floors. There was actually one memory of Alyssa being a manager. She was the manager at Starbucks that I worked at. And Starbucks tries to get you to sort of buy in to the thing, to the to the, the drinking the drinking of the Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And like whenever a new product comes out, they're like, Well, you have to push the product because it's good for people. And like <laughs> we're doing good for the world. Oh yeah. It's the, we're the third place. It's like via instant coffee. It's oh like my gosh. Human flourishing. <laughs> and I remember a meeting with Alyssa and we were having this like new product and we're supposed to push it and, and uh and then she at one point said like hey we're business and we make money. Mm-hmm. And like, this is our business model and we're expected to do this. And therefore we should do it as best we can, because if we don't make any money, this business can't survive. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. And she framed it as like, we need to make money. And since then that was, location has closed. Like, That's honest. <laughs> uh, yes. That location. <laughs> um, not because of this, because I don't even know why that location. Cause it was the TD building. Like, I loved it. like who went there? <clears throat> Us on our first date. Okay. Next. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me read. We'll tell that story one Alyssa day. Alyssa says, good morning, friends. And Nikaila. Hey. <laughs> Shut up. Good morning, friends. Just a note to say, your family update podcast is bringing me so much joy. I'd love to put it on with my morning cuppa and pretend that I'm having tea with you. Or coffee. That's your call. But I digress. <laughs> your playful banter is exactly what... My little world needs right now. Thanks for sharing your light. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. XO. That dramatic reading really touched me, Yuri. It really brought out the text. I have new and profound feelings about that text message from how you read it to me just now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my shout out is to Alyssa. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, that was so nice. And uh, Merry Christmas. That was lovely. And uh, Nikaila, who are you going to bring? Uh, <laughs> who are you, you going to bring? What, what little Dumbo am I going to talk about? Well, my shout out was not going to be Alyssa. It was, however, going to be Ruth. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, 
interesting. So Ruth is probably not listening to this. Hey, you never know. I, I mean, Alyssa, in uh, in our list of things we need you to tell us about, tell us if Ruth listens, you know? Add that to the list. That, that would really put a feather in our cap. <laughs> um, anyways, so Ruth is my goddaughter, who is also Alyssa's son. <laughs> Alyssa's daughter, her youngest. And Ruth is just the most hilarious firecracker spitfire of a girl. Like she is just amazing and I love her and I think she's hilarious. And Alyssa will text us funny things that Ruth will do and they just brighten my day all the time. So while we brighten your day, Alyssa, Ruth brightens ours. The end. That's actually, it kind of has that on a t-shirt. <laughs> so there was the one time where Alyssa texted you, Yuri, and said, you know, like Ruth's godfather, like has left the church, whatever. Like, so would you stand in as her new godfather? And you, you asked me if I was okay with that. <laughs> and what, what did my face tell you, Yuri? <laughs> like, <sighs> my brain can't come up with a reason why I should say no. <laughs> My heart is screaming, no, no, no. My heart is, my heart was screaming, she's mine. But I knew that she'd probably get more spiritual guidance from you than from me anyway. You'd be surprised. At, are, at how much I could actually say? Yeah, probably. Uh, well, I was going to say a good example. <laughs> but it's, no, it but it's shocking. shocking. It's shocking how much of an example you are not. It's like, what drives people and gives them motivation to to perform change in the world mm -hmm. is, on one hand, seeing examples of goodness being done. Mother Teresa. Want, yeah, you want to emulate that. The but Dalai Lama. So, on the other hand, what motivates people to do good in the world is seeing bad examples of things. Jeffrey Dahmer. That's where you fit in. I am the Jeffrey Dahmer of the Orthodox world. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Um, I just finished a book about serial killers. So I'm like really on that train. Yeah. And then I listened to a podcast about, uh, it wasn't actually a serial killer. It was a kidnapping gone wrong, uh, while I was sewing this week. Sorry, a kidnapping that went wrong during your sewing. Like I was sewing and as I, trying to kidnap people. no, I was sewing and listening to how other people tried to kidnap other people and it didn't go well. Yeah. So it was very interesting. I sort of feel like you piggybacked on my shout out. Had I gone first, you would have been piggybacking on my shout out. But I went first, so... So you want me to take back my shout out to Ruth? Ruth, don't listen. <laughs> I didn't say anything nice about you. Go to bed. Wow. I'm going to cut what you just said out. And that will be the only part of this one. And my shout out is, Ruth, go to bed. <laughs> that works for me. I'll take it. So Christmas is coming up. It is. Tell everyone what we're going to do on Christmas Day, baby. Oh, we're doing a full festival divine liturgy. Shut up. We are not. Well, we are doing it in the evening. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. That's not Christmas Day. Yeah. That's true. On uh, Christmas Day, we're going to do a Johnny English movie. <laughs> Which I think is so funny. <laughs> yeah. We also went and bought a lot of meat. So much meat. Mm, yeah. Uh, Hamilton is now in lockdown and our church community has decided not to be meeting in person, mostly because we're still renting out another space and then to only have 10 people at a time. 
and to pay pay, pay that much like per service uh, per service basis. So we yeah. can multiply services to be able to get everybody. So our rent costs would actually jump. Yeah. Up. So we've decided to do everything online. Yeah, it makes sense. So, um, so Yuri, when are you going to go to the media and say that it's our right to meet in person? I've already gone. What'd they say? They said, if you're not wearing a mask, you have to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nice and simple. Yeah. Okay, Nikaira. Yes, Yuri. In another uh, 20 seconds, 25 seconds, we're going to be hitting wildcard Wednesdays. What should we do for 25 seconds? Sort of just jump the gun a little bit. Um, and by the time I'm done talking, it might actually be time to start the session of the podcast of Swiss Planet Patio that we are calling uh, Wildcard Wednesdays. <laughs> Welcome to Wildcard Wednesday. Here's the sound effect. Woo-wee. Gets me every time. Every time. It's like wind blowing through my hair. <laughs> okay, Nikana, here's Wildcard Wednesday. I'm so excited. What's it going to be? Okay. Uh-huh. I know that this year Christmas is very different, not only for us, but for everybody listening. Um, That's correct. And uh, <laughs> you could have... Christmas the way you've had it in the past, uh-huh. but you had to get rid of one family. <laughs> what do we do with that? That's so bad. When all I want to do is see my family. You're making me unpick someone. Yeah. You have to vote somebody. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Okay. That was a joke. Vote someone off the aisle. Christmas. Yeah, right. That was what you wanted it to be all along. Okay, what is it? Stop playing footsie with me. I'm not. You're trying to take my blanket. I have a, I have a real question. <laughs> yes. The real question is about Christmas. Okay. It's about, let's say, the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day um, tradition. Oh, boy. That you've had in your family. Yes. If you could only keep one thing. Okay. One discrete aspect okay. of uh, your Christmas tradition. Yes. So that would be, for example, Christmas dinner. Okay. That is one unit. Okay. Right? So if you could only keep one thing. Okay. What aspect of your Christmas family traditions would you keep? And what would you, well, yeah, what would you keep? Okay. The first thing. I would keep the point of time on Christmas Eve where it's about an hour into a Christmas story and my dad yells at all of us to say, stop talking over the movie. And then we keep talking over the movie. Do you ever feel like you manufacture that moment? No, I get nervous for it every year. There's always that moment where I'm like, is that the time he's going to get mad? Is that the time he's going to get mad? Cause my, like I, I am guilty of it too. We all are, but like my brothers talk over it quite a bit and we make the same jokes about the movie every year. Like there's always, you know, Farkas. Oh, there's the banter every time. And we always talk about the sequel. No, we don't. Yeah. Every time the movie ends, we're like, Oh uh, no, I think what, a couple of years in a row I've been like, all right, we're putting on, uh, putting on the sequel now. Oh, and then everyone gets mad at you. And then people are like, there's a sequel. No, we know that there's a sequel. Isn't it like when they're grown up or something? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so that that moment, that moment where my dad tells everyone to shut up, we're watching a movie. <laughs> it's pretty magical. So your favorite Christmas moment is a moment when your father tells you all to shut up. Because <laughs> it happens every year. It's beautiful. That, it wasn't actually what I would keep. It was just more of a funny thing. Okay, cool. 
Oh, I guess I have to think of something too. Yeah. What would you keep? Also, what are you considering to be your Christmas tradition? Like growing up, are you talking like the 6th of January? Yeah, I'm going to include... I'm going to include the 6th of January, like doing Ukrainian Christmas. Yeah. Because that was, I've done more Ukrainian Christmas than anything else. Yeah. Even though I still celebrate, like I celebrate the birth of Christ, right? On, on the 25th of December. Yes. But like the whole feast just lasts because my parents celebrate on the 7th of January. Yeah. It's just sort of like, well, the feast is continuing. Got it. Celebrating. Okay. Um, I get to do the services twice. Oh gosh. Um, on a more like a deep level, like if I were to pick something maybe like a little bit more profound, uh-huh. I really like uh, when we stand at the dinner table for the the holy dinner, the Sviatovechik, yeah, holy evening, and we and the prayer is that Ukrainian uh, Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like a moment for you. Well, yeah, it's like I, I don't know, it's an important. Uh, it's the first time that you sing that that song. Like, oh, you know, it's it's unlike Western tradition where you're singing what, what our Western culture. Yeah, here, where everyone sings Christmas carols up until Christmas Day and then everyone stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas here, you don't sing it. Like you mm-hmm. have this glorious anticipation, and then you're at the dinner on Christmas Eve and you sing it. Got it. Table. Okay. Um, I have a memory actually. I don't know, maybe some of my American relatives can fill me in on this. We were, I think, in Ambridge for Christmas when I was really young. Okay. And it came time to sing that at a meal for Christmas, probably the 25th, because the Ukrainian Catholic Church, I think, was on that calendar. Okay. At least in Ambridge at that point. Are they right now? Or are they in January? Yes. No, they're on the oh, okay. Julian calendar. As everyone knows, obviously, that's what we'll call it. So we were down there, okay, to celebrate the family, <clears throat> and this was when Prababa was still alive. <clears throat> and I remember they started singing, and Prababa just like went to town on this song. <laughs> went to town, and I remember being like a little kid and being like taken aback. Oh my like, gosh, <laughs> that's a voice! <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that feeling of like. Being being taken aback. That's funny. Yeah, and just like her voice, like carrying through. through okay. She just loved that song. I don't know if it. I, people tell me she was an amazing singer. Got it. And so I think it was probably a mix of loving that song and <laughs> it's Christmas time and you just belt it out. Got it. So uh, yeah. That's cute. So I, I really. That's not a tradition you can keep. Oh, you can keep singing the song. You can't keep having Prabhupada sing the song. Yeah, well, she'll sing with me every year. <laughs> In heaven, yeah. Here, yeah. we we set a, we set a plate. But so the Christmas Eve dinner, you set a plate for the ancestors. Yes, you set a plate for the, the deceased loved ones. Right. You no, know, it's the whole idea of pour 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 one out. Pour one out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, it's uh, it's a natural human thing to do that you. I actually had a, a guy come into Architect uh, the barbershop two three weeks ago. Okay, I'm working, and he came in and he ordered. Two beers said like oh just one for me and, and, and one for my friend so like I, I put it here and i'm like oh do you want me to like i can hold it until he gets here or whatever and he was like actually like it's for my friend who passed away oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad yeah, so i opened it up and i and i put it there and then did you weep my goodness you can't just hit me with that oh i'm sorry then he came up to pay and I said, just, just the one, just the one. Oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vulnerable flower right now. Okay. Mikaela, 
I don't understand your emotions. Neither <laughs> do I. Because you're like a robot. <laughs> and, then you, and then you tell me that a dude buys a beer for his dead friend. I'm like, no. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it is a very... It's Christmas without my family. I'm just going to cry at things. You're just going to have to be okay with it. Oh, I'll be okay with it. Like last night, not last night, two nights ago where I had a present from my friend and everything I pulled out, <laughs> everything I pulled out, I just looked at you and more tears came out of my eyes. <laughs> Melts down. Oh, that was tough and beautiful is what that was. Meltdown. <laughs> it was a puddle of... And then you tried to take credit for it. Remember that? Remember that part? (laughs) This beautiful present that my best friend put together with my best friend here in Hamilton. And they like joined forces and got me this gift. And it was so beautiful and meaningful and heartfelt. And I like, you like pull me in for a hug as I'm weeping and you say, I helped with this. (laughs) I said, no, you didn't. Um, I have, I have a question. Yes. Um, I am only realizing right now that your mic is the only mic recording. (laughs) (laughs) So in other words, this whole thing sounds like crap. Um, well, we will see. That is so funny. Okay. Let me, let me talk. Yeah. Like my voice is still coming through your mic. Okay. Right. But just not as much. Let me plug in my mic for real. Oh my gosh. There we go. Welcome, everybody. Wow. I'm sure my voice sounds are you, much better. Are right you going to like say something at the beginning, like cut your voice in at the beginning? Be like, just so everybody knows, I was the doofus and didn't plug it in and I'll sound dumb for a while. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. Yeah, probably just not. Let it uh, suffer. I don't know. I, I Maybe I can make it. You can do voice leveling. I don't know if it'll work with such a distance between us. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> we well, are we got so 60 professional. Seconds left. So uh, don't, not that everyone can Don't hear me. just draw it out again. Don't just draw out one line for 60 seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, I helped uh, your best friends get – or do your best you friends listen to nothing. this podcast? We'll find out. Hey, best friends, <laughs> text me. There's no one listening. Oh, yeah, they all died. I have to order a beer for them. <laughs> Go to Architect. I'll give you a free beer That's for so your dead friend. <laughs> beautiful. Was it a recent dead friend? I think so. Oh. Yeah. That just that's hit that hits me. Yeah, that really hits me. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'll the the, the cry saddest about it later. thing though what? was when I worked at Starbucks because you had the cutest old man would come every day, Barry. No, Barry. The cutest old man named Barry. And then his wife came in and had a drink. His his uh family. Oh. Yeah, they all came in and had a and had a, a short black pike. Which is what he liked. Yeah. Yeah, he would come in every day. And sometimes like he would come in, but he he would go he would bike, right? And he would come in and yeah. and he would go and sometimes I'm actually crying. Well, sometimes his wife would <sighs> come in and just be like, I'm just wondering if you've seen Barry today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. And beautiful. Oh, we also we provided oh. all of the coffee at the wake or whatever free of charge. Was he Irish? What? I don't know. Irish people have wakes. Everyone has wakes. I'm awake. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> with tears in her eyes, my, I have my company Christmas party. Actually, my neighborhood watch improv Christmas party coming company up. Company Christmas.
Christmas party. It's actually in Just, 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, the so corporate Christmas I've party. Go. I've got to go. Okay. Just got to, you know, go I've, talk uh, with some big wigs. I've got to go uh, um, schmooze with the bosses. With the, with the fat cats. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. This is fun. Talk to you later. See ya.